First things first, though, who am I to tell you anything? Well, I'm Simon Scholes. I'm the founder and creative director of Perception Studios. We're an award-winning visual marketing agency. We help brands and businesses create content that helps them stand out on their social media, be it video, animation, aerial work, graphic work, photography, all that kind of stuff. However, a few years ago, it became very obvious to me during a bit of downtime that not every brand, not every business was in a position to spend large amounts of money or even any money, to be honest, on having content created on a regular basis. Because social media is all about consistency. You know that, right? Good. So if you're not consistent, then the chances are your content's not being seen. And so how could I help people be consistent, but without having to spend any money? So I sat down, I came up with a process. I called it How to Nine Times Your Social Media. I turned it into a former book, a former number one book even on Amazon, which is still available now for like 99p. And it takes you through the whole process of how you can create content for your brand, for your business, that will enable people to understand what it is that you do, who you are, the value that you've got to give, without actually selling and pissing people off, which is what gets to happen quite a lot on social media. The Social Media Podcast with Simon Scholes. Tips, hints, and great content ideas. So today we are gonna talk about the fact that still so many people seem to be chasing vanity metrics, or at least a lot of people seem to be pushing groups and follow for follow and sub for sub groups and like for like groups as a way of trying to grow your audience. And we have to talk about this because it's probably one of the worst marketing tactics you could ever possibly do. If you see people offering to do follow for follow on Facebook groups and so that you get nice numbers on your Facebook group or sub for sub on YouTube or like for like or follow for follow on Instagram and things like that, just run a mile in the opposite direction. This is not a good tactic for your business, for your brand in any way, shape or form. In fact, so right now I'm live on Twitch. This has just come through on Twitch. It's as if I'd planned it, but I didn't. These messages have come through from two completely different followers, two completely different users. In search of followers, primes and views, come on bigfollows.com and um, get yourself some followers. And you've got to air away from these things, buying followers, buying subs, doing follow for follow, doing sub for sub. All you will end up having is dead metrics. I call them vanity metrics because the fact of the matter is, is that what you do is you get all these lovely followers following your your Facebook page. So your Facebook page goes from like 100 people following who are engaged with your content and love what it is that you've got to do. And you get about 20 to 25% engagement on your content. Awesome. So like 25 people, maybe 30 people sometimes liking and commenting on a piece of your content because you've got 100 followers. Then you go on to one of these follow for follow pages or follow for follow posts. And then you get... A thousand people following your page because you've been part of this follow for follow trend on this particular comment page. So you've just gained 900 new followers. That's amazing. You've got a thousand new people who care about what it is that you've got to say. No, you don't. And that is the issue. You have 900 new followers, of which most of won't give a shit 
about what it is that you've got to say. They will not care in any way, shape or form about what it is that you've got to say, what it is that you're posting. So if you're posting on a regular basis, the algorithm is going to look at your page and go, you've got a thousand people following, but you've still only got 25% of that original interactive hundred actually interacting with your content. But now it's no longer 25% that you're getting on a hit rate. It's two and a half percent. You've just dropped right down in the algorithm. The algorithm then decides your content must be crap. It's not worth pushing out to a wider audience and it will not push your content out to a wider audience because you've got to remember that you may have a hundred people who like your content, but the minute you press post, the software doesn't push that content out to all 100 of those people. It pushes it out to a test site. It goes, right, okay, we'll take that section of your subscriber base and we'll push the content out to them. And if that section interacts highly, then they'll push it out to a further section of your content and then a further section. And then they'll start pushing it out to other people who might be interested in seeing what it is that you've got to say because they know your content's good. But if that initial push out doesn't get any interaction or any likes or any comments within, say, an hour, the algorithm just goes, well, that content's obviously a load of crap. I'm not going to push it out to anybody else to see either. The days where you go onto your platforms, you have choice, your Facebooks, your LinkedIn's, your Instagrams, and you scroll through it and it's in chronological order are long gone. That's because the platforms want to show you the content that has been engaged with highly. So if you have got a dead audience, 900 dead people on your platform, on your page on Facebook, who don't care about what it is that you've got to say, the algorithm can only assume that your content is crap. It's not a human doing this. It's a human who's programmed it very cleverly. But it's not a human who's going to sit down and go, well, hang on a minute. I've noticed they've done a follow for follow on this comment group here, so we'll give them the benefit of the doubt. They don't do that. They'd have to employ millions of people. They have an algorithm that does it, a piece of software that just goes, you've got a 1,000 people following, 2.5% are interacting with your content. It must be crap. We're not going to push it to anybody. So this is why you truly need to err away from doing anything like like for like, sub for sub, follow for follow, going out and buying subs, going out and buying likes, going out and buying comments, going out and buying followers, because all these things can either be traced back to you, which are against the T's and C's of most of the platforms, or they're just going to damage the way the algorithm looks at your content, and you're just not going to get seen by anybody. You're far better off building an audience with the value that you've got to give who give a damn about what it is that you've got to say. This is why when you start putting together your marketing plan, the first thing to do is understand who your audience is. Who is your avatar? Because once you know who your avatar is, then you can move on to the next stage, which is planning content for that avatar. Then the next stage, posting content specifically where that avatar hangs out. Then the next stage, posting content in other places where the avatar might hang out and then other places, and then creating different types of content so that the avatar can consume your content in lots of different ways. But if you've got a dead audience, then nobody's going to see what it is you've got to say. So please come off the back end of this and any follow for follow things that you're in or like for likes or sub for subs, just stop it. Just step away. 
and just go, you know what, this isn't for me because all it's going to do is damage the reach of your content. And there's enough issues out there with the software's consistently being updated, the algorithms always changing. There's enough problems to overcome rather than making it even harder for yourself to be found by people. So stop doing all these things that um, really just are not good. And uh, as Ed jokes, follow for follow is a good thing though, right? Yeah. Even on things like LinkedIn, just reaching out to random people, that's not really the way forward. Know who your avatar is and reach out to lots of people within that section of where your avatar hangs out. Absolutely fine. My avatar on LinkedIn, mindset, life coaches, generally based in America, reach out to them to connect. Hopefully they'll enjoy my content. But it's not a place to go, I'll reach out to a bunch of life coaches and, and mindset coaches. Right, okay, now I think I'll connect to a lot of mechanics because, yeah, what the hell, might as well. And then a few other people that they might know and so on and so forth. Know your avatar, create content for that avatar, but connect with that avatar, get them to join your groups, all those kind of things. Don't just try and do follow for follow. It's just, it's so wrong. It's so, and I've seen, like I say, because of everything that's going on at the moment, it happened quite a lot at the very start of lockdown back in March, April time. And it seems to be rearing its head again right now that people seem to think that I run a business online, I maybe do crafting, I might sell products, whatever, that if I have a huge followership, then I've got a better chance of actually being able to sell that product. And it doesn't work like that. It really just, it really doesn't work like that. And in fact, when you see people tweeting now and they've got 20,000 followers and only two people maybe like it and one person shares it, you know they've either bought those followers or they're just not the right people for them. And it, you just kind of go, well, your content must be rubbish and you kind of air away from it. So, yeah, I won't keep going on about it. Um, I'm sure it will rear its ugly head again at some point in the near future, but for now, I'm not going to say anything else about it unless you ask any questions. So if you've got any questions this morning about social media, about video, trying to help your brand get that a little bit further, uh, stick them into the comments, whatever platform you're watching on, Twitch, Periscope, YouTube, Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, wherever you're watching, stick your comments into the, uh, the channel right now. Say hello, tell me where you are, ask your question, and we'll do our best to answer as many of them this morning before I disappear or before Mini Boss wakes up, because right now I'm on daddy daycare duty, uh, but my miniature boss is having a nap. So while he's napping, I'm doing this for you guys. So um, yeah, make the most of it, because he could wake up any moment. You just never know. Um, okay, right, let's have a look. So I've had some questions come in um, generally. Um, Paul asks the question, I run a local coffee shop in Hampshire. I've been thinking about doing a podcast. Is it a good idea? Okay, Paul, I'm going to give you this for free. Um, I recommended this to somebody else and they kind of just went, no, I'm not going to do it. And I'd, 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 it would just be on me. So yes, a podcast, a fantastic idea. What I would recommend is using your phone, grab a couple of phones. I'm sure you and somebody else that works at the, the coffee shop has a phone. Stick it in landscape mode, put it in a tripod, set record going, put a microphone in the middle of the table, and invite two or three businesses from the local community. Whatever, if you're in a village, invite them from there. If you're from a city, invite them from there. Just invite them from all around the different areas 
to come and talk about their business on your podcast. So my idea, and I still think this is a good one, and I don't understand why they never used it, was basically to sit down and talk about their businesses, find out who they are, what it is that they do, but also taste coffee and tea. Tea is a growing marketplace. Right now, there's a lot of podcasts about coffee. There are not a lot of podcasts about tea, which is why you want to have the tea in there. So what I would recommend is getting these three businesses down. They all get 10 minutes to talk about themselves, 15 minutes maybe. So it's like a 45-minute podcast, 50-minute podcast. You sit down, you introduce the podcast, explain who you are, what it is that you guys do, maybe the three coffees that you're going to try that morning. And then you talk to the first business and it's, hey, Helen, tell us all about your business based here in Hampshire. And Helen sits there and talks to you about her business and you ask some questions and you go, great, thanks ever so much, Helen. We're going to talk to Ben in just a second, but first things first, let's try this Colombian coffee. And they all try the coffee and you talk about the back flavors and everything else like that. Then you move on to the next person and they tell you about their business. The reason you're going to do this is because number one, you're showing your expertise in lots of different coffees. You're going to finish on a cup of tea so that you're showing that tea is a growing marketplace. And you've got three local businesses who will all be using social media to tell everybody else that they're on your podcast. So your podcast can then be viewed by more and more people. The great thing about that as well is you can edit out each interview. So you've got separate pieces of content there. You can edit out each piece about the coffee. So you've got separate pieces of content there. You've got the whole video. So that can all go up on YouTube. You've got the whole video. So that can all go up on for Facebook. And you've got the audio that you can strip off and actually use as a podcast. So from sitting down and talking to three businesses for like 50 minutes and maybe the cost of three coffees for each person or two coffees and one cup of tea for each person, you've got a great marketing tool and it's cost you next to nothing. So is a podcast a good idea? Yes. And Paul, if you like that idea, please go and run with it because, yeah, it, it's a massive, a massive opportunity. Um, and like I say, tea is a massive growing market. I've talked about this so, so often with local coffee shop owners and they've just not kind of cottoned onto it um and yeah definitely definitely go for it okay so next question that came through um karen i've seen an online course for helping me become tiktok famous uh, should i go on it um basically no um <laughs> karen is the point really um you don't need a, a course to become tiktok famous you just need to be putting content out giving value to the audience, whatever that value is that you do. But most courses, they're going to cost you money that you might not even have. But even if you do have it, they're not going to give you anything that you can't find for free. So many people are charging thousands upon thousands of pounds for different courses, for different things that they do. And they're just cons. They really, really are. I talked about this the other week about um, one guy that I came across on Facebook. And he had an advert. And the screen was split. He was on one side and somebody else was on the other side. And he sat there and he's nodding and he's, he's smiling and everything else like that because the person on the other side has supposedly been using his funnels to build their business and they've been very successful. What he doesn't tell you is that the video he actually used is nothing to do with him. It's actually somebody who's just got their college um, acceptance through and they're really excited about the fact that they're going to their college of choice in America. 
So this guy is out and out lying. To get around that, he has now put a little disclaimer written really small and only up for about two or three seconds on the video saying this video isn't doesn't belong to me and there's nothing to do with my my course so that's the kind of person that you are dealing with karen so go on a tiktok course no really don't unless it's like a pound and it's not going to cost you anything mega just completely ignore it don't get into their funnel don't get caught up with them just kind of Go and find the free content out there. There's plenty of it that explains to you exactly what you need to do. In fact, there's loads of people on TikTok, including myself, who are putting out content that just tells you what to do on TikTok and when things change on TikTok and what music works on TikTok and what particular filters are working on TikTok and what new trends there are. So just go follow those people and learn that way. You don't need to spend money. You really don't. Um, let's have a look. Um, quick question here from Kathy, who's just joined us this morning on LinkedIn. Can I add my podcast channel to my Facebook business page? I'm new to podcasting. I'm wondering how people will find me. So no, you can't. What you can do is put your podcast, put an advert for your podcast and pin it to the top of your business page. That would be the best way of doing it. So that whenever anybody visits your page, that's the first piece of content that they will get to see. So you can either pin it or set it as an announcement, depending on how you set up your business page. But that's what I would recommend. Um, and also, if you're getting good interaction with that actual piece of content, um, then I would also recommend putting some budget behind it and maybe um, spending just a little bit of cash. It doesn't have to be a huge amount. That's targeting that particular piece of content at your audience, at your avatar. Um, obviously, don't boost. Do it properly through Facebook Page Manager. Um, and if you're not really sure what to do, go and speak to an expert. It's always worth it. You're going to end up spending money that you don't need to spend, um, and it's not going to hit the audience that you want it to hit. But So no, you can't, but there are ways around it, like I say, by pinning a post at the top of your Facebook business page so that everybody who comes to the page immediately sees that. Um, right, let's have a look at some more questions that came through overnight. Um, Jesse, um, how do I build a sustainable income stream within the gaming space by leveraging my community in Australia where the industry is still a baby uh, without monetizing my community members? <sighs> okay, Jesse, this is ba fairly basic, really. It's um, simple as you do it by brand marketing, by allowing people to pay for space on your channel, uh, pay for their music to be heard on your channel. There's all different types of, way of ways of doing it, but brand marketing is basically the way that I would look at it. If you've got a big enough audience, a big enough community, then people will be happy to pay money to be featured on your channel so that they can be heard, so that they can be seen. Um, and hopefully those people who watch your content will see that you endorse them and then will buy their products or listen to their music and so on and so forth. So brand marketing is the way to go, 100%. And that way, if you've got a big enough audience, you will never, ever have to monetize your audience, ever, which is even better because then they're always going to get the value. They're always going to stay with you and they're still you're still going to make a living. So um, fingers crossed, that also hopefully helps you a little bit as well, Jesse. Um, right, that's all my questions done, um, and I can hear some murmurings in the background, so I'm going to disappear 
right now. And um, I will catch you guys on Monday when I'll be here for another live uh, answering your questions. And um, yeah, until then, have a great weekend. It's going to be a damp one in the UK. Um, so make sure whatever you do, you take your umbrella out with you and stay safe. We're still in these strange times. We just don't know what the hell's going on, do we? Um, so yeah, thanks um, for watching today. If you're brand new, please hit subscribe, whatever platform that you're watching on. If you're not already following or subscribe to me and you like the content. And while you're at it, you can always just move your mouse or your thumb ever so slightly to one side and click share so more and more people can get to know about this content. And I don't mean share as in, do you believe? I mean share as in S-H-A-R-E, share it with people. I know my accent's a little bit difficult sometimes. Anyway, right, have a good one, take care, have a great Friday, and um, I will see you on Monday. See you soon, bye. This was a Perception Studios production.